Welcome to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Solyndron Buller, your host. Joining us today is Master of Meditation, Daniel Mattel, who was a computer engineer by profession with an MBA in business. Daniel started teaching Zen meditation in 1981, and in 1991, he began meditating with the Romanian mystic a lady Anna, who connected him with the School of the Heart. He has been teaching heart imagery workshops worldwide since 1996. Dranvalo Melchizedek has appointed Daniel in the first council of the School of Remembering, Awakening the Illuminated Heart Teachers Council. As an author, international lecturer, and martial arts master, Daniel is dedicated to inspiring the world to move from violence to peace and from anger to love. He is the actual custodian leader of the ancient A School of the Heart, an organization that helps humanity to reconnect with the higher self, to create from the heart, and to remember who we really are. Welcome, Master Daniel. Namaste to you, Sal, and namaste to all of you. I'm very honored. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it's an honor and a privilege for all of us here at Uplifting Humans to have you here. Uh, You know, you're one of my mentors, uh, and I'm just so excited for today. Thank you again. Now, God bless you and all the people of this planet. Thank you. Now, Master Daniel, you have traveled to many corners of the planet. What is going on with humanity at this time? It's a big change from the perspective of the energy first, in a sense that we all know about uh, Mayan prediction, about uh, 2012, actually, they predicted earlier, 2009, 2010, and we can all feel obviously a different way of thinking, living, connecting, relationships, and so on, which is uh, from the perspective of, let's say, energy, it's a window of transition, we call it, a change from male energy to feminine energy. For some of us, it's not easy. We still cling on all the habits, logic, male, masculine. For, for some of us, it's a blessing. We are waiting. Actually, some of us, we are waiting from thousands of years for this moment. Thousands of years, not one life. Lives. Yes. And we embrace it. And for, for some people, I would say majority of the people, it's, it's, uh, it's one of these time of questions and one of these time of going back inside to find the inner peace. And um, from my perspective, it's a wonderful time. I go all over the world and we have now like 222 teachers in 33 countries. So we collaborate basically in all four sides of this beautiful uh, mother earth and uh, we we have a good feedback mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. means people started to understand a lot of things 
and yeah. uh, we have to embrace it. Yes, yes. No, I totally understand. And I, I do feel for the people that don't understand it, they also are feeling many, many things. Now, I know that you touched upon the male energy versus where we're going to the female energy. Can you explain that a little bit further for some of the listeners? Absolutely. From, and we can take the, let's say, science perspective that is talking about this uh, precession of the equinox when, when our planet has this rotation. Yes. It's, it's almost 13,000 years. One yes. side and almost 30,000 years. The other side actually is 25, 625. Okay. And all this half and half represent actually a, a, a change in polarities. And if we think of the, the Taoist perspective, yin and yang, uh, feminine, masculine, yes. uh, day and night, cold, warm, and so on. Yes. We, we are now passing from the perspective of the, let's say, energy and spirituality from the masculine to feminine energy. However, there is a small, let's say, gap always. And it seems for the first time in the history of this planet, this, this gap cannot be approximating years. A lot of I heard a lot of opinions, including Drandaloy and, and other masters that they are talking about uh, two, three, four, five years. However, if we think we are already in 2020, from 2012, there are already eight, nine years. So I don't really believe anybody knows exactly when the full transition is going to happen. But if we see what's going on, just this year is how many crazy things, all these viruses and all this energy that is moving up and down. We can understand we are at that time of change when a part of our body, DNA, that was initially, originally scheduled as a male energy started to change to feminine energy. Things are happening, I would say, from my perspective, it's a, it's a very positive change. Um, we shall not fight it because feminine energy is like, a, it's fluid, it's like a, like a water, like a river. I see, so it's flowing. You, yeah, you, you cannot swim the other way. You yeah. have to go with the flow, right? If you don't go with the flow, Things are happening, you struggle, you have some sufferings in your life. So I would say the best way is just to open your heart and to, to go with the flow. And what, what can we expect in the time of this uh, divine feminine that you speak of, this energy? And obviously for our listeners out there, uh, whether you're a male, you're still going to have female energies and... Uh, and so to be in tune with them. So what can we expect and how can we navigate some of these energies? First, feminine energy is, is not logic. Let me put it like that, right? Okay. So feminine energy, it is what's happening now. In this moment, me and you, we have this wonderful conversation. And, and the people who are going to see this conversation when they are going to see it, they will leave 
the present moment at that moment, even if we are talking. So the feminine energy is, is now. Okay. This eternal now, right? A lot of people cannot understand that, especially those of us who are very logic and we have this belief pattern that we have to schedule and all things have to be a certain you know, way. <laughs> in a certain way and the time and all this. No way. Feminine energy is just, you, you have to be able to change in that specific moment. And, and, and we see like what's happening with the planet with all this struggle. Uh, a lot of countries, a lot of governments, they, they struggle for, for being in the past. Yes. All this logic thing and all this stuff they are trying to do is not balanced by the feminine energy. And, and you can see these people are, are suffering, right? Yes. And, and a lot of things are happening that theoretically, if we would embrace a feminine energy and we'll understand and live in the present, nobody says you don't have to schedule maybe your day or to do something that is coming, right? But to start thinking now what is going to happen in 2050 and, and all this stuff and you do all this logic thing and, and you, you try to be on that schedule without changing, that's a, that's a big mistake. And we can see in companies, the, yeah. the, the big companies that they can change, they, can, they, they understand the, the, the new business way, which means, you know, now it's, it's what we need now, right? That's right. All That's these right. things are happening, electric cars and all these changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's, it's, it's a, even in business, in science, if you understand the feminine concept, I believe it's a big advantage. So the key for every listener out there is try to not be logical, uh, make sure you're open, come from a place of the heart and be ready to change at any moment. So, so those are beautiful, beautiful things. Thank you for that. Now, I understand that you've just come back from Egypt and you had a very large group. I'm so jealous I wasn't able to make it. Um, now, You've been there many times before. What do you feel that has shifted in the consciousness of, of humanity as a whole? Um, first, Egypt as country has a very important spot there, a, a very important location where I cannot on the, the, the first and the only pharaoh that the Egyptian had that recognized the concept of one God, and I was there with Dranvalo before, and, and now I, I went there with a couple of groups. So Egypt as a country uh, in our, let's say, background, uh, history of this planet is, is very important. Yes. We, we still have there this important point, the unity consciousness grid started from the temple of Ikenaton from El Minya in the middle of Egypt. And yes. it is going, we, we call it point zero. Yes. So... From there, we start this unity consciousness grid around Mother Earth. So Egypt is a, is a very important uh, spot, location each year. Usually in December, Christmas, we go there for a couple of days to meditate at the temples and to reconnect. We, a couple of years ago, we put some huge crystals 
that yes. are connected with the grid. So it's, it's always nice to go and put some new energy and uh, reconnect. And um, the second part of your question, uh, our planet, overall, our Mother Earth, uh, is going through a huge change in a sense that the activation of Unity Grid happened already somewhere 2009, 2010, which means theoretically Mother Earth is ready to go to the fourth dimension. We are not ready, <laughs> but Mother Earth is ready. Yes. So from this perspective, because Mother Earth loves us, we are her children. Yes. I don't believe she's going to make the step as, as, as planet, as planetary, let's say, home, uh, the mother, the cosmic mother, Mother Earth, she, she is not going to take this step unless we are ready. Yeah. Obviously, we are not ready. We can see what's going on on this planet with humanity. So I believe we still have a couple of good years, can be two, three, five, ten years, can be 50 years, until our Earth is, is going to the fourth dimension. A lot of theories, and some of them are truth. I was talking with Drumbo. There is there already the place is ready. So whenever we are ready, Mother Earth is going to jump. It's going to be very easy. Okay. So when you explain that the Mother Earth is going to jump, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so... Is that what they talk about that has happened many, many years previously where, you know, the earth is rotated on its axis and all of a sudden, you know, the outer layers of the crust of the earth. Uh, is, that, is that what you're referring to? But part of it is, is what you say in a sense that obviously the, the North Pole, South Pole are going to, they are already changing, by the way. Yes. But what is primarily going to happen, what, what, what we see around us and yes. everything that is made by human hands is going to, to become light. In the fourth dimension, basically, you, you don't have solid material things. Uh -huh. So what Mayans predicted, they said we are going to have at least between 48 and 72 hours, they, they call the void cosmic void, darkness, void, however you want it. And after that, basically, everything around us is going to be light made. Now, of course, it's, it's something that we try to understand from our third dimension perspective. That's right. But when we get there, probably it, it's going to be much easier than to... to to imagine. So probably it's a, it's an ex unique experience. Yeah. Yes. And I like the way you put that because not everything has to be scary and not everything uh, has to be difficult. It, it will be a smoother transition than that, which we know. I'm conscious about that. I'm conscious. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you for that. Now you've taken many, many groups into the dark room retreats. Um, and I know that you, f you feel that they're very beneficial. One, can you explain what the dark room retreats are that you take people? And two, um, what are the benefits and what are some of the things that people can actually expect when they uh, participate in a dark room retreat with you? So 
basically if there is no spiritual science on, on this planet without a, a dark room. And we are talking about yogi in Himalaya. We are talking about SNEs thousands of years ago uh, in, in, in uh, the areas of, of uh, Middle East. We are talking about Egyptians, the Great Pyramid, the dark rooms there. Um, now, why it's so important to go through this experience? According with what, from, from science point of view, we've noticed, we have seen that the brain produces more melatonin, which we usually produce before midnight, usually between 10 and 12. Yes. And then somewhere around two in the morning, the melatonin transforms what we call pinolin. And in, inside of us, it's a sort of cleaning, right? Now, imagine you can do this for five days. So basically, you are natural high yes. for, and you are in this dream and no dream state for five days. So basically, first, it's, it's a powerful healing. This is first. The second, you are going to see because the melatonin and the pineal gland that produces it's the seat of dreams, the seat of visions. So you are going to see your past, but you are going to see your future. So this is the second thing. The third thing that is happening in dark room retreat, whatever is around you disappear. Five days darkness and no food, just juices. So you basically arrive at that stage. It's like you are in the middle of the universe. Mm. Like, like last year, we literally we saw stars around us. Wow. I could hear people, wow, wow. It was this feeling like you are freedom. That's it, it, it's like your body does not exist anymore. It was right. like you are just spirit and you see, sense and feel everything around. Right. So from my perspective is probably the most powerful experience that a human can go through. Not just because it's, it's a little bit more powerful in a sense you don't eat five days and you have just these special juices three times per day that actually are very good, are a sort of smoothie yes. and, and, and are, are just natural fruits from there, from Thailand, which is a, the, a paradise for, for all these wonderful strawberries and mangoes and bananas and all these wonderful fruits. So in, in a way, it's also a, for the body, it's a, it's a good rest. Yes. Uh, you started to see, sense, and feel. I asked all the students that participated at our darkroom retreat, and they, all of them, they said, when, not just during retreat, but when they got home, some of them, they were telling me, they, they were looking outside, and they could, Instead, instead to see a tree, they saw this green, beautiful wave of energy. Wow. So basically, you, you shift to the fourth dimension in a much easier way and in a natural way. You don't need to take drugs or whatever. It's, yeah. it's in a natural way, you arrive there and you see, sense, and feel different. Wow.
No, I know that many, many friends of mine uh, that are on the path have all gone to dark room retreats. And I know if you look at some of the greatest yoga masters that ever lived, they all either went into caves, went underground, they did all sorts of things. So that makes sense. Now, everyone is feeling a rush in life. And along with this uh, is not being able to navigate the way we've been used to navigating. Why is this happening? And what do you, what do you, what, what can you offer people that are listening? How, how can this be easier to navigate moving forward? I think it's very connected with what we discussed at the beginning of this uh, interview. Yes. Uh, and, and it's related with the energy. The, yes. I mean, literally, the energy is changing around us. I, I yeah. saw people that I would never believe they meditate. They are going to meditate. I, I saw people that I would never believe they are going to become vegetarian or vegan. Yes. And they did that. So things that we could not even conceive yes. 10, 15 years ago are happening now. Wow. So from... From this perspective, it is very good. However, one of the things that, and I would say it's a disadvantage for some people, they are trying to avoid the change rushing. Mm. They don't stop. You understand? You know, when, when it's, it's, it's like you are in a, this continuous circle, right? You go to work, you make money, you make a house, uh, I don't know, couple of children and you have cars and you and you and you go to work again and you and you know it's a routine circle <laughs> yes and this rush actually it's it's a sort of you are trying to avoid the inevitable because it's going to happen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you if you don't stop yes it's going to happen if you stop it's going to happen it's irrelevant if you rush and you try to continuously to, to produce more and do more and buy more and do more and, and all this, yes. you know, yes. you are not going to escape. It's, it's happening. The change of energy is happening. We cannot stop it. Even if we try, somebody asked me, why, why, why we all continuously are going through this each year we do the same thing because we, we all, as a mass consciousness, it doesn't matter if Daniel or Sal are trying to change. We need the, what Greg Braden called critical mass, right? Yes. We really need this critical mass. But if, let's say, 80 or 90 percentage of, of population is just thinking of vacation and uh, houses and, and this we produce, so basically, we need as a, a group a, a certain amount of people to all together, probably, I would say half billion or maybe less, to all of us to meditate and to produce this change because nobody is going, a lot of people, they said, ascended master are doing for us. That's not true. No. Ascended master, they did it for themselves. I see. Okay. Who are the ascended master? Yeah. students like us yes. that they manage through meditation and other techniques to arrive in the other dimension and to live a parallel life here and there. I see. And when the time for them 
came to let this body back to Mother Earth, they did it in a conscious way. These are the Ascended Masters, it's very easy. Of course, we are very famous. We are talking about Babaji and uh, Sri Yukteswar and uh, Saint Germain and all these names. But basically, they were all like me and you. Mm. Now, if we think this Ascended Master are coming yeah. now to do our job, we are dreaming. Yes, so <laughs> it's it, not happening. It, it requires us. It requires our participation, our free will. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I love that because not very many people are, are, are actually vocalizing that because, of course, it makes sense now that you vocalized it. Uh, it's beautiful and it totally makes sense because everyone has free will. You have to exercise your free will and do your part as a co-creator. Wonderful. Love it. Now, you lead the School of the Heart, and uh, as the leader of the School of the Heart, and you help reconnect with the higher self. Can you explain, um, first of all, what the higher self is to some of the audience? And secondly, how you reconnect? Higher self is it's you in a, in a vibrating in a higher dimension. What, so let's say we have our let's say, mortal mind, our mortal mind, but there is also cosmic mind or God mind. Yes. Now, what we have to do, ideally, is this mortal mind to connect with that cosmic mind or God mind or infinite spirit, the mother, how we call it, the mother mind, right? Now, it's easy to say, but the step... It's, it takes a little bit, I would say, patience, and it takes faith. One of the things that we need on this planet is faith. We, have, we really have to believe. We, we can connect with this God mind, with our higher selves, with yes. these cosmic guides. Yes. We have to believe that because they are there for us. Yes. We, have a, we have a personal guardian angel, and we have a, a higher self. Always, always there, 24 hours, seven days. We just need to open the, the door of the heart and yes. to connect with them. It's, yes. it's not something that a lot of my students, they said, why they don't do something for us? They do. Yes. They speak with us 24 hours, seven days. They are telling me continuously, I love you, Daniel. I love you, Daniel. Yes. And, and, and I stop and I say, to my, I ask my higher self, what would be your advice in this matter? And I get God advice. Doesn't mean I have to follow. Yes. That doesn't mean I have to follow. I have my free will. Yes. As you said, God made me a co-creator. So as a co-creator, I might ignore higher self advice. That will cost me. I yes. can tell you. Yes. But the higher self does not force you. The higher self is telling you, please, for you, for your benefits, try to drink this water instead of drinking this juice that has, I don't know how many uh, things inside. Yes. You, you can drink the water or you can drink the juice. Yes. You can listen to the higher self advice or not. The higher self is not forcing you. Yes, drink the water. That's yeah. not going to happen. You know, yeah. 
How you connect with the higher self? Easy. Once you arrive, once you go in your heart, the first advisor you get there, it's your higher self. It's simple. Beautiful. Beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. And I know that you're doing a workshop that I really want to attend, The Union with God. Can you just explain, in case there's someone out there who's able to attend it, what that is? Part of Heart Imagery series, there are actually three important workshops. One is cleaning the past, and the other one is healing. The last one we consider maybe the most powerful is union with the infinite, with God, with the divinity, in the sense that there are some specific images in your heart that really connect you directly with what we call the cosmic mind. Exactly what I said a couple of seconds ago. So from this perspective, it is probably in imagery one of the most powerful uh, workshop. I'm going to have it. Yes, I, I'm going to have it in a couple of days in Miami. Then in June, I'm going to have it in uh, Toronto again with the teacher training. So anybody who wants to really experience a good workshop is, is very welcome. Are the only times I'm doing in North America, actually. And I will do one time in uh, Europe. So it's, it's a really good workshop. And I just want to say, I, last time I've done it four, four years and a half ago. And I stopped doing it because it, it, really people were not ready. Yes. So I was talking with Drandolo last year and I decided to, to, to do this uh, workshop uh, to start again. And uh, I'm sure already we have a lot of people interested about it. So and it's, I'm a, one of it's a special event. So you'll see me in Toronto, 100%, because in Miami, I wouldn't be able to make it to. So that's great. Now, you have a very famous mentor that you've mentioned a few times here, Dranvelo Melchizedek. Uh, I'm a big fan of his as well, and maybe we'll have him on here with you at some point. And you have co-authored Journeys into the Heart with him. Can you explain what a what is so special about it's not a book you call it a manual it's a manual because um years ago when i met dramalo it happened in 1991 actually and and he asked me at that time and i even didn't listen to him when he told me you know from today until it, it will be a lot of years wherever you go all over this world please if you find the heart meditation can you write it down I was like, okay, I even didn't, that remained somewhere in my subconscious mind. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. However, because Dramalo is Dramalo, is the Melchizedek of this planet, he could see in the future. So I, I literally went through, I had actually years when I had like 60 or uh, 50 countries per year, which means 52 weeks. I had sometimes doing two or shopping in, in two countries in one week. So, and I wrote down this, I even forgot about what Dramalo said. And I, I think it was five years ago, 2014 or 15, when I opened my notebook and I saw, I, I wrote, I think like 25 meditation, one by Mayans, one in Mount Athos, one that it was in New Zealand. One, so 
different places on this planet, different ways to go into the heart. Yeah. So I, 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 I told Ramolo, I remember, I said, do you, do you remember? Ramolo said, of course I remember. And he asked me, did you finalize all of them? I said, yes. Okay, let's give it to the humanity. And, and in this way, this book was born. It's, it's not my book. I, I, I wrote it. It's, it's a misconception. I got a lot of uh, wonderful messages saying, your meditation, these are not my meditation, I just want to clarify. Yeah. Uh, it's just what I collected uh, literally all over the world. I even was uh, between Iran and Turkmenistan, uh, dervishes where they do that dance, you know? Oh, yes, yes. And then they stop and they go into the heart. So I, I went through that experience. So basically, I just put it down there. I did experience all of them. Yes. And I did teach all of them. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's what we as humanity, we produce in thousands of years. So it, it's not my... Uh, very well spoken as a humble master <laughs> now i know we're very close to our time here um can you tell us what else is coming down the pipes i know as a master you have uh, a lot of stuff that you're always uh you know ready to bring out into the world and share with everyone um anything new and exciting that's coming I could see, and I, I spoke also with Dragolo about it, and we, we both could see in our meditation a much stronger connection with Mother Earth. Yes. Yeah, that, that, I, that I can see, and, and it's going to happen, which means we, we go back to original humans, which, which means a much, even we are all in love with technological stuff, and iPhones and all this stuff, uh, sooner or later we are gently going back to to reconnect with mother earth yeah. uh, it will be a big shift in uh, human consciousness that is connected uh, uh, unfortunately i cannot say because drumble asked me not to speak about he is going to speak about soon yes. um, and and i i can foresee in the future some i would say waves like we have now a virus and I, I could see also some financial things that are coming soon and are for good. Okay. So I know I, I spoke with a lot of my students and they are a little bit scared. And they, yes. but I, can, I can tell you whatever happened from this moment yes. forward, it is literally for our good. It's, it's nothing... We, we have to understand that. If we understand that and we embrace these changes, what I said at the beginning of the interview, the feminine energy, we go with the flow. Yes. yes. And, and, and all things are going to be good. Very nice. Well, there you go. We leave it with a beautiful, uh, you know, welcoming of the divine feminine energy. And thank you so, so much. Is there anything else that you would like to share master daniel with the audience that we haven't covered and you just you know want to put something out there until we have you back again just remember who you really are and 
your question about rushing was really, really good question. Just from time to time, please stop. Just stop and sit on that bench in that park. Eat an ice cream. Uh, drink a beer. Just enjoy life. Just stop from whatever you are doing. Just look at this beautiful sun. Look at these children, our grandchildren. Smell a flower. Just re return to yourself, right? Just because we are outside too much. We care too much about, you know, out here. All, you know, <laughs> out this, this. Yeah. Just return to yourself. Just from time to time, maybe one, two, three times per day, just stop. Yes. Return to yourself. Just inhale. Imagine you inhale with the trees, together with the trees, and, and just open your heart. Yes. And, and these simple steps are, are easy to do. You don't need to go to Tibet. You don't need to go to Egypt. Wherever you are, just enjoy life, and, and things are going to be good. Isn't that lovely? Well, there you go. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart on behalf of the audience listening. And we look forward to having you back. We look forward to having Drunvalo with you next time, hopefully. And uh, we'll keep everyone posted. Thank you so much. Namaste.